Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of the Baby Bed Podcast. It's a beautiful week indeed, for no reason at all, but just the fact that it's a beautiful week. On today's episode, I thought I'll talk about the end of the world as we know it. Yes, very positive as always. It's a twist on what we actually know as reality, the virtual world and virtual earth and the virtual planet that we're heading towards. So if you enjoy the podcast, thanks for tuning back in. If you're a first time listener, be ready to be blown away, my friends. Now, none of that. Thanks for listening as always. See you on the other side. Baby Bed Podcast with Sunday Pro. Baby, check it out. Well, I don't mean to sound all negative when I say end of the world, guys. Take it easy. I just get a little worried when I read a lot of these articles about hate, about uh, intolerance, and about rigidity when it comes to the human mind. Because from articles about the Hong Kong protests to Donald Trump's argument with China, the trade stuff, and the Brexit issue, and various other things like Kashmir, and all these things where people are becoming more and more rigid in their way of thinking, they're becoming more gravitating towards their ideology, their sense of belief, their community, their religion, their political thoughts, their ideologies, their sense of family, their sense of when it comes to tolerance about other people's sexuality, it's becoming more and more hate. It's becoming more and more anger. And it's becoming more and more claustrophobic. Be it an ultra-liberal person. When I spoke to a friend the other day, I said, yeah, I think America is becoming very ultra-liberal. She's like, what do you mean? And even the tone of that little um, you know, thought was very, very aggressive. She's like, what do you mean? And I said, I don't have anything that fixed about it. It's not that I hate the ultra-liberals or dislike them in any way. I just feel that they're very, very opinionated when it comes to hating the other side. Now, they believe that they've been wronged by the neoconservatives. They feel that the neoconservatives aren't human beings because they don't agree with the same ideologies. There could be issues on gun gun control. It could be issues on abortion. It could be issues on various other things that the... Uh, two sides are split on, right? But when it comes to something like a gender identity or it could be the, you know, sexuality of people, I think it becomes very, very evident very quickly that people are forming groups and individuals lose their sense of individuality. It becomes, if you are gay and you're black, you become the black gay community. If you are a transgender from India, you're like the transgender Indian community. What happened to that person whose name was Raj, now he's Preeti? What happened to that gay guy who was completely in the closet, came out? What about his individuality? Because beyond the gay and the black, that person... Beyond the transgender Indian identity, that person has an entire life, a bunch of stories, a bunch of experiences. And I feel when you politicize and make it beyond an individual, you lose a lot of the humanity. And that's what's happening with a lot of issues today, be it environmental issues, be it the um, entire sort of political realm of things. Um, I mean, when I talk political, I'm talking about like resources, I talk about boundaries. You're forgetting the individual. And that's a sad state because end of the day, a society is a collection, a collection of individuals, a country is a collection of societies, and the world is a collection of countries. And we're forgetting that in the process of hating on each other. And if you look anywhere, there's so much um, sort of uh, regression when it goes back to like your own kind of society community it's immigration issues when you go traveling to the west it's immediately identified by the color 
which used to happen many years back. Then we went through a nice place. Uh, again, we went through like hate. And when we came through a nice place, a little bit more tolerance through globalization, uh, the markets and, you know, the Internet opened up things for communication. But I, even though it's such an open space right now because we're the most connected we've ever been, it's almost you see this sort of localization and this kind of going back into your corner saying, this is me, this is my people, this is what I protect, this is my identity, this is my color, this is my sense of belief, my religion. And you see a lot and lot of that intolerance building. Because if you travel now, you'd rather go to a place where you are accepted. And uh, that's fair, I suppose. But what I mean by that is you don't want to be alienated by the color. And that's that's the thing which we're heading towards. Immediately you're branded as an Indian tourist or you're branded as an Indian gay guy. I'm talking not just with you know commercial or holiday travel. I'm talking about when you go to a college, you automatically are asked to join an Indian group or an Asian community. Or if you're Asian and disabled in the Asian disabled community or if you're Asian disabled and gay, God forbid, then you're just fucked out of that college. But why is college environments becoming so... Hey, uh, so it's not, I wouldn't say hateful, but so um, toxic... Why are people like so ready to get upset about their belief system? You, you guys are fucking 18 years old. Shut the fuck up and make mistakes. Why are you sitting there on your high horse going, I'm offended on behalf of the community. Shut the fuck up, you stupid. <laughs> it just bothers me when 18 year olds are self-righteous about their belief systems. Like, Yeah, because you have access to the internet nowadays, you suddenly think that, oh my God, I've got like the power of the world and my social media. I've got like everything I need to know. No, you don't know anything. Make mistakes, man or Zim or Zer or them, whatever you may be. And I respect the fact that if you are a person inside who has been, um, you know, bottled up and not been allowed to express his or her shape, good, go and do that. But people around you are suddenly taking up your mantle and going, oh my God, my friend needs all the protection that he or she needs. Like we need to give like a cocoon of like safety for the person to grow. Like shut the fuck up. Individuals are individuals and everyone must go through their entire journey of uh, self-discovery, pain, hurt, and then it makes you a better person. Hopefully you're strong enough to handle it. Otherwise, life will break you. And be ready for that as well. Because for every success story, every TED talk, you see there are about millions of failed cases. And that's just life. So what is my point about the end of the world? I'll tell you what it is. I think the way it's going, we are going to go more and more online. We already are with social media and our profiles, which kind of represent a life that we don't really live. It's glorified. It's sensationalized. Everyone wants to look good. No one wants to look bad. We want to make the highlights look really good. The low moments look like inspiration. And that's pretty, you know, unreal. And what I mean by going to an online world is, of course, we have virtual reality, we have social media, we have an entire landscape of things which are not physically real. Now, if we combine the two, I see a future very, very, very soon where people are going to forget the physical world. They're going to forget to go and they're going to prefer not to go physically to different countries, physically meet different people, physically open their mind to different conversations, to different debates, arguments, discussions, because they're going to find a virtual world online which will suit their agenda, be it the white conservative, white supremacist, be it the be it the gay community, the transgender community, be it the environmental community. You can create your own landscape on the internet where you only find like-minded people and you don't have to worry about tolerance because everyone there is going to say the right thing to suit your mind and your outlook and your thought process. No one's going to offend you. No one's going to upset you. No one's going to like point you out for a different skin tone or a skin color. No one's going to fat shame you. No one's going to like gender discriminate. And that way what's going to happen is going to be a safe place for everyone and everyone is 
going to be so happy because nothing that they don't want to hear is going to be said. It's all just your friends and your people who identify with you and that way you can live in. Did I just sound like Trump? Shit, that was scary. And I feel that's where we're going towards where the kids are not going to be, you know, um, in any any form of threat because they're not going to get the right wrong food. The allergies are all going to be encouraged like parents are like, my son has a peanut allergy. Oh, there's a world for you out there, madam, where, you know, you, your, your kids will be um, called the best and the brightest. Your husband, who is sort of a closet gay, will be encouraged because he'll have a world. You'll have a world for yourself because you have some issues with, you know, daddy issues so there's going to be a world for all of you so just put on your vr glasses and sit at home all around that safe unsafe coffee table but you are a world away from each other and maybe you'll never meet physically because when you do it's uncomfortable because your husband said the wrong thing the wife didn't do the right thing the kids are not bright enough in school but you'll have that virtual world which is safe protected and that way you can just live a parallel life online and forget I don't know what we're going to do about food, but forget about the real world. Maybe you'll find a virtual way of feeding yourself, a virtual way of making money, get tokens, and build this utopia for yourself where no one's offended, but everyone is right. That's bullshit. I'm sorry, that's just bullshit. How can everyone be right? How can no one be offended? How can you only hear things that suit you? Is that That's not even life, man. I mean, I'm not talking about hate speech or hate crime where you have to be put down or you have to be discriminated or demeaned. But why do you have to always, only hear, always hear the right thing? Why do you always have to be appreciated for what you said or did? Because that's not life. Because then you just be this perfect version of yourself, which is actually the most imperfect person. It's just an annoying, protected cunt that no one wants to be around because you only are surrounding yourself with the right kind of people for not not even right in the sense of the word but the people who are right for you and that is not at all good for growth of your individual as a self and also for society it's not good for the evolution of human beings so it might seem easy convenient it might seem suitable for your agendas but i think in the larger picture and in the long run it's going to be horrible for us as mankind and womankind and humankind it's just um scary unsustainable and too easy a solution to go down so that's my little take on it I just felt I um, have a lot of time on my hands nowadays because you know stand-up's not going where it should so I'll probably create a own virtual stand-up comedy club where only people who like my humor come who knows that's a very very strong possibility oh that's called YouTube fuck yeah okay <laughs> So who knows, man, if you have a thought on this, please do share it with me. I always do encourage ideas, thoughts which are in agreement or disagreement with me. You can send it in on email or my Insta comment on the Insta page, which is at Soapy Rao, or on my Facebook page, wherever you find this podcast. Hope you enjoy listening, and I do this every week. So um, till next week, till the next episode, thanks always for listening, and uh, see you on the other side. Or whatever, hear me on the other side. Bye-bye. <laughs> the Baby Bed Podcast every Wednesday. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.